Hey buds, today we smoke two stanky strains. We cover news stories ranging from a Canadian crossing the border to Negan from The Walking Dead forgetting that he bought a Tesla. And an interview with award-winning artists Pinio and Loeb. All of this and more today on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's make the neighbors complain about the smell. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And this is episode 30, airing Monday, March 29th, 2021, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Thanks for joining us. Before we start, I'd like to thank LumenSpot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode and all our other ones. Check out the links below in the description for some awesome stuff, and we'll talk more about them later. So, Curtis, how are you doing today, brother? I am doing all right, Shank. I did have to work a little bit today. It's not that it was a bad thing. It was just, I don't want to fucking do it anymore. <laughs> makes for a long day. I know, yeah, it makes for exactly. a really long day. But I knew I was coming home, and I was going to be recording this podcast today, and I was super excited for that. I got some fantastic weed lined up for you uh, fine buds out there, and I'm I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Hey. Hell yeah, man. It's always Shank, good to how, hear. But Shank, how are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm having a fantastic day. Um, as usual, I did some running around earlier today. I got a little bit of work done, fired off a few emails and stuff like that. And I uh, just had, you know, did my usual weed picking up, which is always fun to do. I love that. You know, it's like going to a candy store. Um, <laughs> and uh, just like yourself, man, looking forward very much to uh, getting back home, getting prepped for this podcast. We got a great episode for the buds today. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Oh, now, man. buds at home, how are you doing today? Oh, wait, you can't actually talk to us. But wait, Jake, where can they talk to us? Oh, well, they can talk to us if they go to our Instagram, our Facebook, or our Twitter. They can fire some messages off into the internet in our direction, and we will scoop them up. Like, we are collecting logs in Minecraft. It's going to be great. Um, uh, basically, it's one of those things where you can hit us up on any of those three services, or if you want, go directly to our Discord, because we go on there. You can have some great conversation. We check every day. We're still waiting for some of you buds to message us, but we have the link down below in the description. You guys check it out, follow us, like us, and give us so many comments that we can't handle it, but we'll handle it anyway. All Take right. Care of it. We'll figure it out. But <laughs> no, we'll also, also, if you buds like what we're doing and you want to support the show, you can check out our Patreon page and donate there. We have several tiers that you can choose from, including behind-the-scenes content exclusive for Patreon and the ability to listen in on the show live. Again, links are down below, and if you want to join, you can join our other awesome patrons, such as Isaac. That's right. Uh, still fantastic, our only fantastic bud. He's a great bud, but still, still our only donator, but that's absolutely okay. All of you future buds out there who are future donators listening to this show right now, like Curtis said, you can find that Patreon link down below. Uh, so, should we get on to the reviews, Curtis? What do you think? I think we should. All right. Good bud review, good bud. So, Curtis, what are you burning for these fine buds today? Well, Shank, today I am burning on some... Uh, okay, it's called Grandpa's Breath. <laughs> okay, okay, now, that's an interesting strain. I'm already getting a few interesting mental images. Does it have dentures on the label? It No dentures anywhere else. What? How do these dentures appear in my bong? What? 
hold on, just just shake it out off off screen there okay. really quick. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> um, but no, it's a fantastic looking screen at least. Uh, it's weird. It's a combination of OG Kush Breath, OG K, uh, OG KB, pretty much nice. the granddaddy of all of the uh, breath strains. If you've heard of any of the breaths, it's pretty much come from the strain. But it's a combination of that and the classic granddaddy purple. So nice. two two very nice strains two there. Two old school, two old school good good strains. Exactly, making a strain that sounds old. <laughs> oh, that's now, awesome. This is originally bred by Dungeons Vaults Genetics. Very D and D sounding name there. Yeah, that's very fantasy related. Exactly, but the strain that I am smoking on today is actually grown by Dubers Metro here in Detroit. Again, love them. Get Shout out Dubers. Shout out Dubers. Get a lot from them. If I if I if I ever go down, that's definitely the only place I'm gonna be hitting up. Uh, this this strain in particular has about 19% THC, and I know one of the main terpenes is Car- Carlophil, Carlophil, one of those. Carlophil, or form. Um, which is pretty good because it's pretty knockout strain. But in terms of the look, it is a fluffy, natural-looking dog with a great profile. It has these forest green buds with just patches of purple on these smaller sub buds. Like you know how there's the main nug itself, and you can like pull off like the little pieces of it. Oh yeah. On the tips of each one of those is like where the purple section is. Oh, you mean the little like nodules? Exactly, the little yeah. nodules. Yeah, they're like the little the little single pieces of Lego to that six piece yeah. Lego block. Exactly. Yeah. So I call them the sub buds. Like and yeah. on top of that, there's an evenly spread but well covered. It's evenly spread but well covered in rust orange hairs. And it also has this very copious coating of these almost lattice cross crystals that give the entire thing a fuzzy, shining, and slightly yellow-tinted exterior. Hmm. All in all, just fantastic, and you can always see the pictures. Yeah, sounds um, beautiful. Uh, it, in terms of the scent, though, this I'm kind of scared for this one with a name like Grandpa's It's alright, I believe in you. Oh! Okay. Um... So it's a fruity and earthy aroma overall. Hmm. Like it starts off with this very predominant orange citrusy smell. And it's followed by this natural floral and slight pine scents. Like, hmm, I don't know. It's almost like the, I don't know. It's weird. It smells like the gardening department at like Home Depot or Lowe's or something <laughs> where you get like, that weird yeah. like orange chemical scent but then you also get like the floral the hit soil, you at once flowers yeah, exactly yeah, like leaves. just all of that at once i don't know but it's weird but if this is what grandpa's breath smells like then i'm not mad and getting old sounds like fun yeah, so awesome. i have a little bit so i'm gonna pack up my bowl real quick while shank you tell these fine folks how it is with yeah, well, your strain yeah man um today i am going to be burning on some organic skunk haze that's right, I got some, some skunky stuff for you buds today. Uh, this one was grown by the Green Organic Dutchman. They grew this specific flower. Um, and they were willing to part with the knowledge that this strain is a cross of skunk and haze genetics. Your name right. for strain? And, well, no, no, just skunk. Oh, it doesn't. It's not a specific strain. They just say this, it's a skunk genetic and a haze genetic. That yeah, that's it up. that's about as specific as they're willing to get.
honestly, the green organic Dutchman sounds like the stoner cousin of the jolly green giant. Yeah, that's 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 that might be accurate. That might <laughs> exactly. be accurate. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, don't like, want to knock the company. No, no, they're a beautiful. Co- uh, honestly, frankly, the first and foremost, the best thing. This packaging is the coolest cannabis packaging that I've gotten so far from like the retail establishment. Like, it's it's glass, like real glass. Like, here, one second, let me. Uh, I can't find the PD can, part. You know what I, I mean? Hear it. It's real glass, yeah. um, which is amazing. Like, because, uh, yeah, there you go. There's hey. that thing. Uh, but, uh, like, but these nugs, looking at them, they're beautiful. I love nice, dark nugs. You know that. And I've described it on the podcast before to you buds out there. And obviously, Curtis knows me very well. He knows I love beautiful, dark nugs. But they have these really nice hints of purple and brown throughout. It's not as organized as yours. You were saying on the sub buds. Um, I'm stealing that word because it's a great word. Um, and speaking of which, you should sub buds, uh, if you're listening to the show right now. But um, it's not like on the sub buds are as organized as your sounds. It's more like modeled, just kind of looks almost like a like a camo that was haphazardly thrown together. Um, but it, it's beautiful nonetheless. It has a thin layer of longish red hair. Um, coating the entire outside edge that has a nice kind of muted brown orange color to it. It's not a vibrant, but it adds a little bit of like to the brown tones of the nug um they are large nugs but they're tightly packed they're very dense tightly packed nugs um and when you pop them open they have a substantial amount of crystal on the inside like the outside is a little bit it's not as beautiful or powder coated as yours but it it's on the inside it's like that geode one that you had spoke about i, I believe um that was uh it wasn't violator was it that was the no that was uh Grape Stomper. Ah, uh, the Grape Stomper. Yes, he said, yeah, the Grape Stomper. Uh, speaking of which, you can go back and check out that episode. I believe it was 28 or 27? Uh, something like that. No, Anywho. something like that. Either way, no, 25, 25, episode 25. But anyway, um, it's beautiful, beautiful nug. A little bit of crystal on the inside. Now, the smell of this nug, though. Wait one second. Okay, it's not nearly as skunky as I expected. Okay. having skunk prominently featured in the name. It does have a bit of a skunk scent to it. It kind of, it's like sweet skunky notes. It's not like that potent kind of like punch you in the nose. Oh my God, did someone run over a skunk near here kind of scent that you smell? But it's a sweet kind of scent. Um, it's got a very fruity, heavy, like heavy fruity smell on the top of it. But it's weird because I, I can't tell what kind of fruit it is. It, hmm. It's... Like, it's on the tip of my brain. I know it's a fruit. I know I've had it before. I know I like it, but I don't remember what it is. And it's not like, you know, traditional, this like strawberry or anything like that kind of scent. So it's really nice. It's very tart and it has heavy floral tones that also come through on the back end when you exhale. Like you get that in your sinus, it's the floral notes. Um, And it has a very faint hint of grapefruit or orange. Not like the sweetness of a tangerine. It has the more tart kind of grapefruit scent. Hmm. But overall, man, it's like the fantastic smell. It looks beautiful. It looks nice and dark, just like I like my nugs. But I, frankly, I think we should give these a I shot. I like my nug dark. I like my nugs dark. I like my nugs like I like my coffee dark and creamy. Speaking of creamy, I think we, we should try I, these. Yeah, I think we should try these. I think, what do you think? I think we should. But before we do that, we do have to remind our buds that if they want to check out 
pictures of these nugs because they're audio listeners, obviously, you can check out our YouTube page. They will be floating behind us. You can see them everywhere, which way, this way, that way. Ooh, pretty. And exactly, super pretty. But if you also want to check them out, you can check out our Instagram over at Good Buds Podcast. We have all of the pictures of our nugs always popping up there. You can follow us on there. And, you know, we also show some quick behind the scenes stuff if you want to check that out. I also have my own Instagram if you want to check that out. Not meaning to brag, but it's at Good Buds Curtis. Check that out. I take out some uh, pretty, pretty sweet bong hits, I think. I don't know. I would say. What do you think, Shank? Yeah, he's not lying. I, I personally, I mean, even even, even though I'm, I'm like, you know, contractually obligated to be following him, I am also following him on my alt account uh, that I'm not contractually obligated on. So because I, he does indeed take some monster bong hoots. But if you want to see me just rolling some blunts or just being a weirdo while wearing my face, um, you can follow me on Instagram as well at GoodBudsShank, where I post all kinds of miscellaneous junk and garbage and stuff like that. So like he was saying, Good Buds Podcast. Give it a follow. Good Buds Curtis, give him a follow. Man deserves it. Works damn hard. And Good Buds Shank, you know, if you feel like it, click that follow button. I'd love it. My subs keep bouncing up and down like a ship on the ocean. So Show him some love, guys. Yeah, show, show me some, some love. love, guys. Show me some love. Uh, but but yeah. with all of that, I think you are right. We do need to try these out. And I have a bong pack right here. And I got one right here. I think everybody at home, it is time. Pack your bongs. If not, pack your bowls. Roll your blunts, roll your joints, get your edibles ready. You don't need to burn those any more than they already are baked. But let's get baked ourselves. Let us blaze it. Oakshkaboke. Mm. Mm. Oh my goodness, gumptions. So, Curtis, how's that treating you today, brother? Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry, a little bit left. Um, yeah, sorry. So, it's weird. It. Okay, bear with me. It tastes like orange cream soda almost. Okay, okay. So, for the citrusy that we previously had smelled obviously comes through for sure. But this creamy kind of flavor comes into it that wasn't there before. And like no homo here, but it's a good creamy feeling. It was delicious down my like going down the throat. It was very cooling and smooth. Nice. You know what? Okay, a little bit of homo. This is some good weed. I'm going to take another hit. Uh, Shank, why don't you tell the people how that organic skunk haze tasted? Well, this organic skunk haze, it was a really nice, smooth, excellent hit, first and foremost. It had a very heavy, fruity taste uh, with a, a bit of a skunky head to it, but nothing like it wasn't a very pungent skunk. The skunk wasn't the forefront of the flavor. Um, it well, did yeah, have, it got canceled. Yeah, it got canceled. Yeah, the skunk got canceled. Um, not touching on that political to- uh, topic, but at the anyway. same time, at the same time, fucking good at me below if you want to. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it was delicious. Um, it had a really nice grapefruit on the exhale. Like when you exhaled it, the grapefruit was amazing. Uh, like it had that tone, it came through in the very front. But again, that weird fruit flavor that I cannot pin down and it's driving me crazy is coming out in spades and I can taste it and it's wonderful, but I can't figure out what it is. So I'm going to need to go to the store and buy a bunch of fruits, try them all, and just figure out which one I like them and which one it tastes like this friggin' strain because it's going to drive me what crazy. What is this? <laughs> but... Frankly, I, it just delicious. it just reminds me of that scene from uh what is it accepted when Glenn's in the kitchen 
What are you? What and he just takes you? a bite of it. Yeah, I know, right? And yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like it, it's like it's just it's it's strange, but I love it. I don't I'm not saying in the slightest that it's a weird taste or a strange taste or a bad taste. It's just one that I I recognize but I can't put a name to. And that drives me a bit crazy, but at the same time, this is going to be a fantastic episode if the joint tastes nearly as good as that bong just tasted. But before we try anything like that, we should probably look at some reviews. Right, Curtis? I, I agree to that. We need to know how other people are feeling. And as always, these are the online opinions of other stoners who are online, and we are other stoners online, giving our opinions to the online. Opinions. So today... The Grandpa's Breath has a relaxed but uplifting head high. It has a euphoric but calmed body high, kind of similar with most of these uh, indica strains. It helps with stress and anxiety, but it does have a slight dry mouth effect, hmm. has been noted. So that's what they're saying online about my strain. What are they saying about yours? Yeah, that's not bad. Well, on mine, they're, uh, they're saying, you know, fairly s standard sativa stuff. They're saying, you know, it's relaxed happy uh very uplifted high um energetic high um the only issue that people seem to note is that it does have slight dry mouth but as we uh, always say on every single episode we are always prepared with nearby beverages and nearby snacky poos just in case we got the bevs we got the snacks and we got beds in case we get sleepy damn right, <laughs> damn right. we but, always got to be prepared stoners and just like that just like being prepared we also have our joints rolled ready and right here that's correct so we're going to do a quick little dry puffy here and see if uh, that gives us any extra flavor profiles. Yeah, just a little little taste test. A little tasty. Mm. 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 That's very awkward. But, uh, <laughs> you know, when Curtis has that taste. ASMR. Um, for me, it's pretty much tasting like just a good majority of the crystals entering my mouth. Like yeah, I get a lot yeah. of, uh, like... I don't know, it's strong, terpeny, very piney flavor. Yeah, no. I, I, it's weird yeah. to say terpene as a flavor because terpene is just the overall scent profile, but I mean, it just tastes like those ones that I don't exactly know yet. Yeah, that kind of bitter, that kind of bittersweet kind of flavor that you get from crystals. Exactly, just yeah. like that kefi taste. But I'm, in terms of actually hitting it, I'm still getting a little bit of that citrusy flavor through it. So it's pretty nice, nice but... Nice. Let's nice. see what happens when I burn it. Yeah. How about you? No. Uh, well, overall, yeah, the same, pretty much similar thing. I, I taste a lot of the, the crystal, like a lot of the what the crystal smells like. I kind of get that flavor. Um, it does bring the grapefruit through a little bit more. Um, but, uh, like, overall, I, I just like you, I'm, I'm very excited to light it up, actually try the joint, burn the joint a little bit, and get that nice smoky, because I, I enjoy smoky flavors. So in my, in my taste buds, at least, uh, every bud's different, but in my taste buds, that smoky flavor enhances it quite a bit. So I'm looking forward to trying these. Absolutely, absolutely. And with everybody else at home, I hope you have your joints rolled. If not, take a moment, pause, roll your joints, roll your blunts, pack your bowls, pack your bongs, get your edibles baked, even though that might take a little bit long. You should have preheated the oven beforehand. That's yeah, true. Um, but with all that being said, let us blaze it. Tokshkevoke. Mm. Okay. As usual, uh, we like to point out I am burning out of those beautiful OCB premiums today, the one and a quarters. And Curtis, what are you burning out of today, brother? As always, I am burning out of my one and a quarters zigzag orange pack. There you go, man. So all you buds at home know that uh, 
know that we love the you know we want to keep our papers nice and consistent for you folks at home at least uh, the first ones and yeah we'll we'll smoke more during the episode of different varieties but yeah so <laughs> i gotta say uh in terms of the change of the flavor um i'm definitely getting a lot more of the floral aspects through it and i'm still getting the orange cream skull type of flavor uh mm. it's hitting a little bit harsher than it was through the bong and i'm getting like i said a lot more of the uh floral than i was beforehand it's still mixing very well and it's still equates to a pretty smooth hit it's not cooling not as cooling as it was in the bong but it's still mm. nice still nice yeah. Yeah, sounds nice man sounds beautiful i always like a nice uh nice cooling strain that when you take a toke it gives you that like, oh yeah like nice uh, vibes but uh how about you yeah. how's how's that joint born for well, you honestly it's a it's it is substantially different than the bong hoot um obviously it's a lot hotter and when you smoke out of a joint it's gonna be of course, of course. You know, a little less filtered through water, a little closer. But the strange thing is the inhale is still extremely, extremely smooth, like barely noticeable. One of those strains that definitely you feel it more on the exhale. But um, the flavor is, um, it's very like floral and grapefruity. Like you get like a grapefruit front with like a little bit of a floral. Like it almost has that citrusy burn too. You know how like citrus fruits kind of give you that burn. Like if you eat like eight, you get a pack of clementines and you're like i can't help myself and you eat the entire thing and then afterwards your throat's like why do you do these things to me <laughs> you know it's, i kind of know what you're talking about yeah kind of like it's, it's when when you eat something really acidic sour candy would be a good example too like when you eat so many sour candies oh, like that your tongue, and stuff. Yeah, your fucking tongue literally like burns away the top layer of skin like it's like that but not not that painful you know it doesn't have that like pain to it like it's it's just like kind of a noticeable burn from like a citrusy almost kind of burn. Like it has that aftertaste of grapefruit right. and orange like very heavily. Um and it's that fruit is there still. Very nice. Very that nice. Very fruit nice. is still there. I again I I don't have any idea what it is. If any of you buds at home have smoked any of the skunk haze, the organic skunk haze from the green like seriously the green. The green organic, organic Dutchman. Dutchman. The Green Organic Dutchman, if you've smoked any of this, comment below and let me know what fruits you tasted so that I can narrow it down because there's a lot of fruit on the planet Earth. <laughs> which no, it, one did this? Yeah, which fruit did this? But no, it's magnificent, man. I love this strain. It tastes really, really good. Um, so fantastic, man. Um, like uh, Smoking this, I'm really looking forward to that interview later. Absolutely, absolutely. It's going to be so yes. fun. Got some great guys coming on great guys um but, uh, but yeah man uh, like it's it's great man so like uh, frankly these these strains are great and i was saying earlier this organic dutchman container the packaging it, it's so unique it basically comes in its own mason jar but it's I know. a branded mason jar and it all it just has these weird shapes to it as well, well. i mean it's like yeah it's got a cutaway on the back so that you can like tilt it back for instagram photos like you can like literally you can, like it's it, it's it's got a built-in kickstand <laughs> pretty cool i mean that's wild it's wild um, but no like and, and i like anything with green in the name right obviously we're big fans of that so but we do gotta it i mean think i would like the fans out there obviously have to know and we'll give them the short version but you had a little bit of fun getting that strain today isn't that correct Oh, that's yeah, that's very true. Um, I had gone to the uh, the cannabis location to uh, to pick this up. Now I was going to um, do a different uh, a different strain, um, something else. We were gonna have something. We had a different idea 
in, we had in a different idea plan for the theme of this episode. Yeah, in line for the theme. The themes are loose anyway. They don't really matter in regards to stuff. But at the same we time, make it up. Uh, we make yeah. it up when we have both the strings. <laughs> exactly. But... So, so I had gone into uh, to to purchase Angel's Breath uh, from the store, which was what was listed in their uh, category listing. And I, I asked for it. I ordered it. I um, they you know obviously didn't hand it to me directly. They put it in a brown paper bag, and I got it home. And as a responsible cannabis user, I didn't open it up in the vehicle. I waited until I got home to open, and I opened it and realized it was a it was a CBD Charlotte's Angel, which is a very different strain for all of you buds out there who obviously are as strongly into cannabis connoisseurism as we are. Uh, you know that. That uh, Charlotte's Angel CBD is a mix of, I believe, like Dutch Charlotte and Red Angel. Yes. And yeah, it's like Dutch Dutch Charlotte and uh, Red Angel, and um, and Angel's Breath is, I think, uh, du- it's Red Angel, but it's mixed with uh, one of the breath strains, either the, bre- the uh, like the uh, either the OGKB that mine's yeah. mixed with, or, or Mendo Breath, which is like the main uh, yeah. child of. OG, or OGKD. Yeah. So so um so either way I I had contacted them about it and uh, the the employees were very pleasant, you know, they they were very great great customer service and everything like that. They didn't know what the, the mix up was or what the issue was. Um and 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 frankly like I'm not an angry person. I'm not an angry dude. I'm not going to get my pants, you know, my pants in a bunch about it or anything like that. I'm not going to take my socks off and put my fists up. Right. Um but... like, you know, but it's one of those things where like I I as somebody who likes to be um like completely transparent i like to know exactly what i'm getting if i have any kind of mystery or if there's any ambiguity i'm not gonna talk like it's fact so um so we pivoted obviously curtis and i are right. like we're very flexible and even dudes. Um, i mean even with the strain you, yoga poses. right but even with the even with the strain you have today you don't know exactly who the parents are but you don't have to lie about what the strain is no. itself and that's know, one yeah. of the things we like to try to do here is at least keep the integrity of yeah, no, you know, at knowing no, what for the most part it is we're smoking. Yeah, so absolutely. when he says Angel's Breath, but he's actually smoking Charlotte's Angel, that, that's deceiving exactly. you, buds. Exactly. We, and we don't feel yeah, right doing that. And, and we wouldn't, and we wouldn't like to do that. I would never want to do that. Um, essentially, uh, there will never be a point at any point, like for full transparency, like we, we post pictures of every single strain that we smoke on the, on the channel and stuff like that. So, like, and not only that, but there, there, this, like, we like to think that we've, uh, like, at least from episode one until now, this is the 30th episode. Thank you, all you buds, for being with us for this long. 30 episodes, that's amazing. It's like 30 right. hours worth of content. That's more than a full day. If you sat down and listened to our podcasts end-to-end, it would take more than a full day. Well, and remember, so, season two has been, like, almost two-hour episodes. I know, right? It's incredible, right? So, like... We include and, our and, fantastic interviews. Yes, with such amazing people. We've had, like, some wonderful, awesome friends. We've made some new friends. We've hung out with old friends. And and so, like, we like to have our integrity. We like to make sure that when we say we're smoking something, we're smoking it. We're never going to cheese it. We're never going to lie. We're never going to, like... We will, like, you know, like, if, if we ever, honestly, if there's ever a week that I can't get any because, like, the, I don't know, like, something happens and, like, the the world shuts down, um, then we'll just come on here and talk to you guys for an hour while I'm jonesing for some uh, some doobies. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even full transparency, like, even when we run out of 
actual strains that we can get. Sometimes we'll just get our mystery weed and we'll just be like, yo, we for real do not know what this is. Yeah. We're going to smoke it anyway. We've already Hell had yeah. one of those episodes. We did indeed, actually. We had the, uh, we had the, uh, the basically we don't have any idea episode. It was actually really fantastic and uh, it turned out to be a fun, like really fun episode, actually. That was, uh, episode 13. Yeah. Yeah, it was oh. episode 13. Exactly. We were unlucky yeah. to have no yeah. actual knowledge of the weed. Yeah, we yeah, we were unlucky. We did not know anything about the strains parentage. We didn't know anything about their genetics. We didn't know anything about anything, and we were fully transparent with that. And it may happen again in the future. We may get some strains that we don't know what they are, and uh, we'll have another episode where we basically are like we have exactly. no idea what these are, buds. And if you want to go back, if you're one of our new buds and you're just tuning in, this is your first episode listening. Go back to episode 13. We thoroughly described those nugs, the scent, the flavor, everything that we could think of. Please help us narrow down what they are. Comment on them or comment, fire us an Instagram at something. And be like, this is what I think it is. Because we would love to try some different strains people think they might be. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, for sure, the only way to do that, you have to let us know, you have to comment. Yeah, like we have no idea what they might be. We've guessed like... Yeah. numerous different strains and we've obviously it's that was in episode 13 we've smoked how many strains since then trying to find it we haven't found them yet exactly <laughs> no it's what? magnificent but that was a good one i like that episode go back and rewatch it re-listen to it um if you haven't yet and remember while you're there click that subscribe button if you haven't already clicked it now on this video or this audio podcast that you're listening to just it's a little, little subscribe button a little like button and a little bell there exactly. or check out it. in the description and then check in the description, and you can find a whole bunch of other stuff there, oh, so including cool. where are including the links to our advertiser, which we should get into a quick little ad spot, shall we? Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, Check out lumenspot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GOODBUDSPODCAST at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you, Lumenspot, for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. Love Lumenspot. Love them. Love oh, them. So love cool, them. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And... Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's fantastic, though. But there are some other shining examples of things that are happening in the world today. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. I think uh, I think that would roll us into a segment that you love to announce, wouldn't it? Absolutely. It is time for some Weed News Worldwide. And today on Weed News Worldwide, our first story comes to us from Tennessean.com. And this is fantastic. That the, I mean, I'm pretty sure we've touched on this slightly, but I can't believe this has gone completely under our noses, Shank. Yeah, what's up? More than a dozen cannabis bills have been filed in Tennessee legislature. While <laughs> we've been talking about all this stuff about legalization <laughs> stuff, and that that one's like slipped under the radar, man. But but maybe they hey, maybe they've been doing that on purpose. They're like, let's try not to get people's attention and just get these bills passed. I mean, I'm sure it's been big over there, oh, but absolutely. I, I'm there's a little bit other stuff in the world. So no, this we've, one we've kinda... been sleeping on it. Yeah, we've been yeah. yeah. Um, but at least 17 pieces of legislation related to cannabis have been introduced this year in Tennessee. Now, many of these ba- now yeah. many of these bills are pertaining to medical cannabis, while others seek to reduce pen- uh, penalties for cannabis possession. 
you know, they're probably trying to do, they're probably trying to do what basically what Colorado did, which is to set an infrastructure of like, like basically put an infrastructure of cannabis laws in place so that when statewide legalization, you know, finally actually does happen, because we all know it's gonna, then they can just be like, okay, all we need to do is just shift our stuff over. Like, it's like, oh, we've already got all these medical production facilities. Now we go, oh, oh, legalization happened? What do you know? We also have the ability to produce recreationally there, too. <gasps> well, before you start speculating, Shank, um, actually what's going on is none of these approach are actually likely to succeed this year due to yeah. a slight bit of resistance due to uh who is currently in the senate and the house speaker at tennessee Ooh. however they have reiterated that they will not support the law until federal government reclassifies marijuana oh, so they, well yes but uh, that's what they course, say no, 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 marijuana that makes classification sense. That makes sense so so what they're gonna what they're saying is that they're they not going to legalize they it have, as a state but they're going to set up infrastructure so that when it gets legalized on a federal level they can all that over all that they have all the bills on the table that are ready. They won't have anything ready until no. legalization. No. So, uh, what this means is efforts to enact medical uh, cannabis in Tennessee will likely fall flat for the foreseeable future for right now. However, out of all these bills, it's interesting. A lot of them have already gone through committees to some degree or something, but mm -hmm. one of the first uh, bills was obviously directly to the uh state uh what's the word i'm looking for the federal state senator yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously the guy who's in the federal government to get him to push to reclassify cannabis governor? on a federal scale is that is a governor the congressman congress or congressman or you could just say federal or yeah, federal senator yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I'm picking up what you're. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down, though. Yeah, you're, you're accurately describing it. The guy over about here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but so they're trying to get him to testify to agree to the federal reclassification of it mm. or legalization, whatever the hap happening nice. is. So they're pressuring him to put pressure on a federal level for their state to be like. They're also pressuring for a committee to study medical cannabis. Uh, some uh cannabis as medication regulating medical cannabis uh allowing some cancer patients to it and allowing paralyzed veterans to the use of cannabis oil which are all bills that are again in the works have been processed through some form of committee as of right now other bills that have been pushed but have not seen any form of committee yet and have not seen any sort of hearing on them are Prohibiting polices to search based strictly on the smell of cannabis. Uh, a proposal to uh, delete various portions of the state law, making cannabis possession a crime. So essentially decriminalizing it yeah. and making it so prior convictions are also aborted. A bunch of other ones, but you can check all these on the links down below at the Tennessean.com really good read and yeah that about wraps it up yeah. for that story well no that's fantastic actually because uh, tennessee's yeah no but i mean and that's good because you know decriminalizing it will obviously make it so that less people will be arrested for you know possession of cannabis exactly which leads directly into my news story <laughs> which is about a canadian resident who got arrested for possession of cannabis I, I but it's legal only because and... yeah no no hear me out only because he's a stupid fucking idiot <laughs> So, oh, because 
I mean, isn't it legal in Canada? It is. It is indeed legal in Canada. Um, and now, and the funny thing is, though, he wasn't in Canada. Um, he oh, was a... okay. So you know how it's a international global pandemic right now, right? Correct. I mean, this isn't news to any of you buds out there, and it's not news to Curtis. Um, so obviously. Not a lot of people passing through the border that aren't driving trucks and hauling freight. And right. essentially, unless they're very important people, like very important people. <laughs> right. You have to be an essential person. And if they're that essentially. important, and if they're that important, they're probably flying. And ha ha! I see what you did there. <laughs> but uh, like, but like, and even if they're that important, they're probably flying there, right? But either way, this dude decided now would be a really great time to drive across the border and try to smuggle some marijuana into New York. Or can cannabis. Sorry, I apologize for my verbiage. For uh, for he tried to smuggle some cannabis into really? New York. Yes. So basically, it was a dude who lives in Canada. He was turned over to New York State Police, where he's expected to be charged with criminal possession of marijuana. After customs officials found seven point eight pounds, or three point five kilograms, hmm. of cannabis on him. That that would that would that's, that's yeah that a would, large amount of dank. I could land him seven years in prison should he get convicted. So, uh, which sucks. You're fucking putting a dude in a fucking cage for a plant. Rethink your life. But anyway, um, dude was arrested. What, <laughs> Sorry, what was this? So this happened. Oh, it, yeah, no, so what happened? Um, the Customs and Border Protection, Protection picked the dude up. Um, I believe this was uh, located... It's New York State, um, and specifically, it was... Did you, Messina? Messina, Messina, yes. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was in Messina. And uh, the dude was going across. He drove in his car. They did a regular inspection. They do, like, secondary inspections because, obviously, the Border Patrol, not a lot of people cross. Are you hauling anything? Yeah. No. So, are, are you, you an important anything? person or an essential person? Yeah. No. No. All right, we're searching you. What's in the vehicle? <laughs> yeah, we're searching. Yeah, we're Even if you are an essential, I'm still probably going to search a little bit. Exactly, right? So it's one of those things that, uh, like, it was fairly obvious that he was going to get searched. So they looked in his trunk. They found a box. The box contained multiple baggies full of what they what they suspected was cannabis they they didn't you know know right away by looking at it obviously so they There's did a some in a bag in a box in a trunk in the yeah, guy's car in the, in the guy's car in at the border border <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah no so they did some uh, so they did some field tests on it and uh they yeah and they found out that some it wasn't field test. Yeah. some field tests yeah, and once they did those field tests, they realized that it was indeed cannabis, and they arrested the guy and turned him over to the New York State Police. Um, oh. So um, they said, you know, it's not a. They know that smuggling. They know that they know that smuggling is going to happen from Canada since legalization happened in Canada, and it's not legal in some states. They know that there's going to be smuggling. They said essentially the border patrol officer said it's not a matter of if, but when. Um, like they're gonna catch these people, but it's the fucking pandemic, and you're trying to cross an international border that's closed right now. They're gonna look I'm, at your car and be like, "What are you doing?" Like, I mean, on top of that, you really got to think about like exact location of where you're going to smuggle and stuff. Think about it. He's traveling into New York. New York is right next to Vermont. 
and Massachusetts and a short drive away from Maine. Legal, if legal, they legal. want legal marijuana, <laughs> they can go to any three of those states or take a boat across to Michigan and bam, you know, there they are. Boom. And that's the problem though, right? They were probably going into New York because of the fact that it's like and even then, there. But they could have just York... gone down into fucking Maine and fucking drove through Maine. It's not that big of a state. And, and even then, New York is medically legal, so it's pretty easy for regular people to find <laughs> it. And it's expected to go fully legal relatively soon. So exactly. what's so going to guy... happen to your business once... You know, that's that's what I'm saying. They become this, fully legal, and that's the thing too. Is like this was like fifteen thousand dollars or eighty uh, Canadian. Oh, uh, sorry, fifteen thousand dollars U.S. or eighteen thousand nine hundred Canadian. Um, and like that is not seven that's... years of your life for less than fucking twenty grand. And that's the thing we understand and we support and we love business. Yeah, I, wanna, I want to be legal everywhere, and business I want to be able to and small ship. business and legally shipping and stuff like that. Trying to smuggle something that's basically legal, even though it's still illegal to smuggle it. You dumb uh, dude. <laughs> I know. I feel honestly like I want to feel really bad. I want to feel bad for the guy. I mean, really, I do. Like, I, feel I, feel I feel bad for the prison. I feel dumb for his. I feel bad that he's gone. I honestly, that's the one thing I do feel bad for him because once again, you're sending a man to a cage for a fucking plant rethink your shit that's decisions. stupid but aside from that aside like uh, trafficking is a huge problem still with like cannabis being legal in canada and not legal in some states so um honestly once again i'm shouting out to all you buds in the u.s just like curtis always does please vote for legalization federally and like with your support and your push call your congress people or whatever you got to do this is a call to action just Please, because I want to be able to legally ship Curtis cannabis, and I want him to be able to legally ship me cannabis and have it be a business expense, because then I can write it off on my taxes. <laughs> same here. We need, and we need that there on the federal government, and the federal government needs to be on the same level as everybody else. But yeah. it seems like they're still a tad bit behind, Shank. Yeah, actually, yeah. And I'll... that leads into my next two stories. That's that's good. No, that's great. I'm glad that it leads into it. Check out my link downstairs. Uh, the Growth Op had that, but you'll find that link below. But what's your Absolutely. story about the government having... What's the government so, doing with that thing? So this story comes... There's a couple news stories that you can check out specifically if you want to just Google it. But I'm looking specifically at the New York Times. They offer it. They You need to have, like, a free account. Oh, them. yeah. And yet... Don't get pulled into the... Fucking yeah. media. But... Don't fall into paywalls, folks. Actually, to be fair, newspaper industry is really dying, and like true media outlets are dying. So if you can support them, if you have extra money and you want to, do it. But support donate, us first. but yeah, donate, but don't do a don't don't fall for paywalls. Donate, yeah, donate anyway, to us first. Sorry, slight no tangent, paywall. but anyway, the New York Times. Yeah, they have this story. <coughs> Five who have used cannabis in the past will exit White House calling new guidelines into question. What essentially this story is telling is the Biden, or the Biden administration has signaled that past marijuana uh, use would not necessarily disqualify a person from employment, which, yeah. you know, beforehand, that was one of those things where it's like, you have any sort of felony or any sort of usage of this or that, whatever. You're out. You're out. You are not working on a federal yeah. government building, especially... Well, because it's a federal high. offense, and there's no way that you're going to be able to get a job in the White House with a federal record. Exactly. It's never going to happen. So, it doesn't matter if it's cannabis or, like, blowing up a building. You're not getting Right. That. So with <laughs> the changes that we've seen in the country, obviously, they're becoming more lax, and yeah. we're seeing that there's even a push for federal legalization, as we were just talking about. Yeah. However... Thank you. However, it's weird, because even though the Biden administration has said this, and specifically stated that you know, 
we're not going to offend anymore by canvas or you know fire you because of it it appears that they've actually fired um a couple of people because of cannabis use in the past oh now now, now is it now just to clarify is it non-disclosed cannabis use or is it fully disclosed cannabis use like they said straight up off the bat they had already that. said yes they were like Appar- that's cool that's cool this, and a couple weeks later decided not <laughs> yes exactly uh, according to this they had already stated previously that they had used and they were no longer using obviously you can't use while you're on the no. job or in employment up there no. No, so not- and there was a certain time period where you know you have to wait and couldn't be using it for a certain period anywho mm-hmm. uh, one of the statements here is it would be inconsistent with sustainability regulations to implement a policy of finding an individual unfit or unsuitable for federal service solely on the basis of recency of marijuana use wrote kathleen mcgettigan an agency's acting director past marijuana use including recently discontinued marijuana use should be viewed differently from ongoing use obviously stating yeah. that if it happened in the past yeah. it was in the past if it's well, still I mean, going on i have obviously. i have well, I, I have close friends like i have very close friends of mine who've done cannabis a handful of times like they they were you know there was a point in their life they were living with a certain roommate the roommate right. was like hey you want to smoke a joint and they were like sure they smoked a couple joints throughout yeah. one week and then they never touched cannabis again and exactly they so, would technically fall under that they've used right. it but anyway so <laughs> it doesn't matter you have to say it at one point or another absolutely um so even though the decriminalization is happening, uh, apparently there was a swath of employees that were hired into the White House, obviously with new administration and new uh, oh, yeah. terms and stuff. Yeah. New Changing employees, house. but what is it? What is it? Trump called it draining the swamp. Something like that. It looks like the swamp is finally actually getting drained. They just had to flood it first. Correct. <laughs> um. So it's weird because even though all of this happened. Out of those hundred, five of them specifically still got fired because of previous cannabis use. Okay, so now that that sucks, and I and I I wish we could I wish we had more intimate details. Frankly, like with this kind of a case, because I feel I feel really bad for these people losing their jobs. Obviously, like we don't believe Curtis and I don't like believe we, in any way that you should be fired for cannabis use previous. Hell, right. even if you smoked we a joint like, the day before you worked on your day off, right. you're fine. You like now we think that. Thanks, right. We should. There should be more to it. However, I wish there was more. Yeah, we're both really fucking high. So if you guys want to look into it more, the news link that we're using is down below and you can read up more on that or you can just Google it. Like I said, yeah. there's a couple more news pages that were covering this. Get some more details. Into yeah. The story. And if you buds and find out any more deets about why, like, you know, if because I'd like Chris was saying there's a hundred people who were there and only five were let go. So like what was special about those five? Did they have superpowers? <gasps> <laughs> but they anyway, comment. Yeah. <laughs> think they would have kept those people. No, 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 no. They, they so... fired them. Air quotes. Fired them so that they can rehire them under a classified thing. Like, ah, we're getting to you. I'm just joking. We're not a conspiracy fucking podcaster. Anyway, so. But anyway, no, that's crazy. Like Curtis said, that links is... will be below. And yeah, Google that shit. I might do it myself. Just, it's interesting. But other interesting stuff. Speaking about things that fucking might pop up if you Google them. Negan from The Walking Dead. Yes. He's an interesting son of a bitch. Absolutely. absolutely. He is he is an amazing man. Is Jeffrey the actor, Yeah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean King Morgan, I mean Morgan. himself. Jeffrey Dean Morgan himself. I mean, regardless of the characters, regardless of how you feel about the Walking Dead, he seems like a genuinely cool dude. Like absolutely. even though his character is a villain, he plays it very cool and everything. He might be a good guy now. I don't know. Like I don't know what the show's going on with the Walking Dead. I kind of stopped following it. 
I stopped um, already. So. Not, so, not sorry. I, I watch way too much YouTube to follow TV shows. But um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, awesome dude. But he has a really funny cannabis story. And he related it to Jimmy Kimmel. And I want to relate it to you, buds, because it tickled my fancy in a way that doesn't often get tickled. So anyway, he went on Jimmy Kimmel and he was speaking to uh, to him. He said uh, that he basically, you know, he's been shooting a show. He's still shooting the show. He's still on it. And he had his first day off in two months and he was using it to speak to Jimmy Kimmel. And so he explained to Jimmy that he's really fucking tired. Um, he's got a three-year-old daughter right now who he says, and I quote, does not understand night shoots. <laughs> and, um, you know, he, you know, he, as soon as he stopped working, he got the flu as well. So he got sick. Um, you know, and obviously aside from being, you know, nervous about COVID and everything else, um, right. you know, uh, he basically said that it, it's been a lot of work for him and he hasn't gotten a lot of sleep. So his buddy decided to send him some edibles. Nice. Now, these, now, these edibles were CBD edibles, which is weird. Take note of that. They were, His buddy told him they were CBD edibles. All right. So he, was like, he was like, cool. You know, he's like, you know, so he said the other night he was really tired. He was really hurting. So he ate a couple of those CBD edibles and he went to bed. And he woke up the next day, next day thinking, man, I feel pretty good and I got some good sleep. But nice. his phone started ringing. And he was like, all right, what the fuck? Like, why, why is my, you know, like he did, he ignored it a few times. It was the number he didn't recognize. He was like, man, why do these people keep, stop calling me? Right. You know? And so he eventually answered it. And the person on the other end of the phone was like, hey, congratulations on purchasing your new Tesla. And he was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> he was like, wait, what? A apparently Jeffrey Dean Morgan had not bought a Tesla to his knowledge. However, he realized that he took the edibles, at some point, must have woken up sleepwalking or something along those lines. He went online, built a Tesla S, stacked it with every option, and put a down payment on it. Didn't remember a damn thing about doing it. Damn. Yeah, didn't remember a damn thing. And so he said, and I quote, I think I took the wrong ones. So, uh, luckily, he managed to contact Tesla and talk to them and be like, no, I, no, I am not, no, I'm not buying a 137,000 US dollar vehicle. vehicle right. I do not need it. I do not want it. I only have one ass. I only need one car, you know, right? So, um, he basically backed out and he had to pay a penalty of a few hundred dollars because, and once again, I quote, he said, I guess once you go into build mode, they keep the money. So like so basically like as soon as you click that build and you know like pre-order and put the down payment down they start they contact the people right away get building right. and you know if you cancel that process then they charge you so he had to pay a couple hundred dollars essentially to cancel it and uh, he told Jimmy Kimmel I can't eat CBD gummies anymore that is the end of that and Jimmy like you know he said that when. Yeah. Morgan said, I'm not going to eat CBD gummies anymore. Jimmy Kimmel said, are you sure those were, those were CBD gummies? Because that sure does not sound like a CBD story to me. To which <laughs> to which Morgan replied, well, I'm wondering if he sent me a couple of different things. <laughs> that that sounds pretty accurate. Sounds, sounds to me like he did. <laughs> that sounds pretty intense. Yeah, but that sounds pretty crazy. I, I don't know. If I... Hmm. 
don't know. I don't have a lot of money, but I'm just going to say if I was able to somehow consciously make a fully stacked Tesla and I put a down payment on it and everything else went through and I was going to be able to afford some sort of payment on it, I don't think I would be that mad and I think I would just go for it. Yeah, because at that point, it's either look, I'm either going to pay a couple hundred dollars to cancel it or I'm just going to keep paying forward and get a fucking Tesla. A bitch. Let's get the fucking Tesla. A bitch in Tesla. Bitch and fucking Tesla. Not and you just know a Tesla, I'm gonna, but a bitch and Tesla. You know I'm gonna order it like a color that I fucking love or some shit. That's what I'm saying, right? Well, with that, I mean, if you got Walking Dead money, you can paint that car whatever color you want. Well, if he's got Walking Dead money. He's I got, got fucking good money. buds money, which ain't yeah, really we're... shit. Yeah, but hey, if you buds go down to the link below in the description to our Patreon and donate to the show, then we will have money. Exactly. But another way that negative three hundred something dollars. No, I'm just joking. But But we do earn. I mean, we do earn a little bit. Our sponsorships uh, are fantastic. Yes, like Lumen Spot and My High Shop. Honestly, they're fantastic. But I think it would. It yeah, yeah. It would be probably a good time to roll out of the news and roll into an ad spot. Hey, buds. You really want to show off your love of marijuana, or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to MyHighShop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order and free shipping. Again, that's code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. Thank you to MyHighShop.com and let's get back to the show. God damn, I love my high shop, man. They're such a freaking awesome kid. Like those amethyst pipes, again, every time I got a mention, every time I see yours, I get a little pang of jealousy. I'm like, mm, I need one. I got And I got to order it. I, I just I just got to get on top of that. My fault. If You you know what? If you buds order all of them from myhighshop.com using the code down, the link down below and code goodbudscurtis, buds b- before I get a chance to get one of those amethyst pipes, I'm going to be so happy all you buds got cool pipes. <laughs> Anyway, Jank, how are you feeling? Oh man, Curtis, I'm feeling awesome, dude. This is a really good strain. Uh, like they said, very uplifting, very happy. Uh, good energetic strain. I'm still smoking more of it right now. I'm just puffing on it, but I'm going to put this out so that I can uh, have a bong hoot there in a minute. But frankly, it's fantastic. It feels good. Very uplifting, very happy, very flavorful. It's made this a very entertaining podcast to record. How about yours? How are you feeling, man? Uh, man, I think mine is doing fantastic. It's definitely relaxing. Uh, I'm still. I like, I like the musicality of that. Don't. Yeah, I do have, definitely feel that uplifting feeling, but I am relaxed. A little euphoria. Uh, I'm good, man. You'd be ready to relax. I don't even care. Switch. Exactly. I don't even care what I fucking work today. I'm yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, no, and I know, like I said, that definitely makes for a long day. And, you know, even coming home and recording the podcast, like, it's good. You can decompress a little bit, get nice and baked before you got to go to bed and you lay down with your switch and have exactly. a good old but, time. Well, I mean, it's not time for that yet. I mean, oh, no, I smoke this bong and then we got to get into something very special. Isn't that correct? That's very true. We got our fantastic segment coming up here. But before we get into it, I'd like to remind you to like, comment, subscribe, share this with all your uh, family and friends and buds and everything like that. Make sure to check out our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, all those things. And now I think it would be a beautiful time to get into the interview. 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 Interview.
Hey buds, here we are in the interview segment. We are talking with Pinio and Loeb, two acclaimed artists from Canada who are blowing up right now. You guys, thank you so much for showing up on our show. Thanks for having us. It's awesome us. to have you here. How are you doing? Thank you so much. Thanks. Awesome to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. Both excited to have some uh, very, very talented musicians on here. Uh, our first question that we always got to ask on this podcast, simple one, obviously, we know the uh, premise of the show. Do you guys partake in cannabis? Do you guys smoke weed, edibles, anything like that? As proud law-abiding Canadians, yes, we do. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, Fair cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's magnificent. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, good to hear. And we are also fans of this cannabis, as Shank would say. And Fan of this I have Now, I have a bong packed right here. I got a bong packed right here. Uh, you guys going to be joining us today, or just going to be... Uh, Consciously getting consciously hanging out and uh, and not smoking today. <laughs> um, yeah, probably just gonna. I'm just with the family, so probably gonna just wait till later tonight. But uh, we're definitely looking forward to uh, with you guys at some point in person for sure. Excellent, for, oh, sure. for sure, absolutely, for sure. man, absolutely. Um, and yeah, and how how about you, Penny? Oh, you down? I know we know Love's got a, he's got family stuff to take care of for now. So how about you? Are you gonna partake today, or are you just gonna sit this one out? I just one hundred percent. Tiny bowl when I went to get my cup of coffee. Beautiful. Thanks, that's huh? cool. He pre-gamed. He pre-gamed. <laughs> pre-gamed. That's absolutely. That's absolutely fine. Uh, I love here, it. Here, yeah, we are gonna take a toke for you, buds. Though here, it's our little ASMR moment to uh, give you. Please do. And everybody at home, if you can, go ahead and join us. Grab your bongs, your bowls, your pipes, your joints, your blunts, anything you got. Let us blaze it. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I am smoking an organic skunk haze. There's a Beastie Boys album where they have a bong hit. In the track it's really good it sounds like that the uh opening the opening to the original recording of smoke two joints has a nice fat bong hoot at the beginning which is ironic because it's a song about joints smoking <laughs> joints yeah. <laughs> it amazing. starts with a huge yeah that's the song smoke two joints sublime i was always curious about that <laughs> but i loved it regardless <laughs> oh yeah you know what honestly i've smoked many a time bomb in my day which is where you take a joint <clears throat> and you uh pop it in the uh the bowl, you pack the bowl, you pop the joint without a filter in it into the bowl, and you light it, and then you haul through the bong off the joint until it eventually burns down to the bowl and lights the bowl of weed. What <laughs> is that called? Oh, yeah. It's called a time bomb. Time or a birthday bomb. cake. Okay. Or a birthday cake. Or a birthday cake. This is an I'm alternate title. Here. Yeah, man. Nice. Like we're, an edu- we're an educational podcast. So, <laughs> speaking of education, I'm going to move my pop can so it's not in the way of my camera. Speaking of education, you guys met at Dalhousie University, if I'm not mistaken. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, I uh, so I went to. Uh, so I was gonna get rid of this phone no, here. Okay, Give me my one friend. Sec. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> it's okay. No, that's okay. One this sec. is the kind of high quality content people tune in for. So that's no, that's perfect, man. We love phones. He's got a landline. <laughs> well, that's honestly that's hardcore as hell, man. I'm down for that. Yeah. But but you were saying uh, you were gonna say uh, so like uh, so I know that um, like you'd. You had kind of met each other around university days, right? You moved to Nova Scotia for university, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was at uh, I was at Dalhousie. I moved from Ottawa, and uh, and Pinio was at um, NSCC. Um, yeah. And we met just from uh, we were both kind of individual DJs in the Halifax yeah. music scene, and 
huge he, Stephen uh, Halifax. Yeah, we started playing some similar shows and just became friends through that and started playing together. And we were both playing shows. It was funny. I was Pinio and he was Loeb. Like, I have all these posters up and there's all these other combos. There's Loeb and Pinio. There's like Dex, Loeb, and Pinio, like all these different combos. And it just kind of yeah. ended up being Pinio and Loeb just by being put together so many times. The flow, the flow of it though, like the flow of Pinio and Loeb though, <laughs> it really has, it does that, it has that kind of like, roll off the tongue vibe to it like and it's not it's like a lot of people think about names like a power thing like but it's not at all that it's about what what catches you know yeah it's funny it just kind of uh, caught on we just gotta roll with it if i guess if the universe yeah. hands you like something you just gotta go well, with well, it oh, people yeah. mispronounce yeah, it all the time well i i can understand that entirely yeah. it's you know it's a, it's it's interesting you know you got both have interesting last names right Thanks. so but uh but it's one of those things where you, speaking of happy accidents, you know, and stuff like that, you guys becoming a unit was a happy accident. Do, do you guys want to tell your versions of that story? How you guys ended up being Pinio and Loeb definitively and deciding to go for it? Sure, yeah. It's, uh, it was kind of, it wasn't really something that happened overnight. It was kind of happened over probably the course of years, which, which is pretty, pretty exciting. Just really naturally happened, a combination of, uh, we both had a residency at a nightclub in Halifax and uh, we would hang out after and uh, maybe partake in a couple pops here and there and uh, work on some music and uh, some good buds do. Yeah. Well, we always say that everything we do on this podcast or talk about on this podcast was completely legal, whether it was legal at the time we did it or not. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 But everything was yeah. No, that's right. Yeah started writing music and we just had some good chemistry we both brought kind of different uh aspects of music production to the table we both had our own unique tastes that when combined um we thought was uh you know really just created something beautiful so we kind of kept that going and kept it growing and it's um, definitely something i like and have noticed in a couple or in a lot of musical duos per se is that nice combination of two different inputs that can solidly come together and just duos in general. I mean, you can get a solid sound from one person, solid sound from another, but combine them, you get this array that works perfectly. The X factor. Yeah. It's all about that. Cause we both have our limits. Bottled lightning. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, Very no, nice. and that's amazing. And so like, and so you guys were uh, like, so I know that you guys were playing these shows and I remember reading that, it was going to be either one of you or the other, and you just decided, fuck it, both. Yeah, that was the specific show. That was the first time we really played together. There was one Yeah, it's like the taco commercial. Yeah. So can you explain that to me a little bit, Pinio? You want to give me your take on that situation, like how that went down, what you were thinking at the time? Like, not necessarily just like, because, I mean, people have read, you know, what It's funny how it's kind of like foggy. It's like, this is our lives, and this is what's got us to where we are. Oh, so little moments. it's funny that that's our lives and it's like it's such an integral moment, but it's still kind of fuzzy in your memory. But it was at the Kyber. Yeah. I think we played um, like we've shared the bill a few times before, but that was the first time where we were like on the lineup and there was like one hour to go, like one hour slot left. And they're like, oh, it's between the two of you. How do you want to split it up? We could have done it half and half. I could have done half and he did another. We're like, we'll just play yeah. together. Pinio yeah. and Loeb, and we'll just play together. And that's, that was even more fun. It's funny when you play <laughs> yeah. solo, because it's kind of like, like, oh, I can't screw up. 
you're really concerned and you're just more in your own head and stressed out. But then when you play together, it's more just like, hey, this track's fire. Or this is fun. And you just kind of go back and forth. So, 100%. I like it even I know, more. I yeah, no, I know that vibe because Curtis and I do, are the same way. Uh, it's one of those things where when we're doing the podcast, if I was sitting here, I, as much as I love to talk, I guarantee you I couldn't go for a solid hour. Um, just like the way and keep it entertaining. Yeah. Like just like I'd be, this would be like a 20 minute show, uh, like interview included probably. <laughs> and so, and so like, it's so we like bounce off of each other, riff off of each other and it creates a, an awesome dynamic. Cause we're two very different smokers, two very different, uh, cannabis users and uh like it's uh, but we're very similar in a lot of ways in the fact that we appreciate cannabis and uh like how we appreciate the community not necessarily just the cannabis but the community around it right and i'm sure you're the same way with music like you guys meeting each other bonding intrinsically over music getting that one hour slot and being like let's do this and just flow with it and like it worked out and you just kind of like all right we got something going here right (laughs) totally totally yeah it's uh it's also great like you know having um if there's any technical issues you know we we both have our own individual uh dj performance setup so there's been times where his stuff hasn't worked or my stuff hasn't worked or um you know sometimes uh you know whether you're not in the groove the other person could take pick up a little bit of slack or like hypothetically it's just and if and hypothetically, if both of your equipments breaks out, two people clapping is better than one. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you can at least keep a beat with the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Shit, guys, exactly. bro. The... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen that move a lot. I've seen this move, the international DJ. Just keep going. You got to get the elbows into it. Exactly. Yeah, it's a prerequisite for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't think yeah, the that's clap, happened the above the head yet. Clap. The table's fallen down before. We've had some chaos happen. <laughs> Actually, oh, that no. was in Kingston, wasn't it? Yeah, no, oh, really? Greenwood. Was, oh, was Greenwood. this just an accident, or was this yeah, caused by some drunk fan? I'm only living in Kingston now, but I grew up in Greenwood. Drunk fan, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it was just yeah. Someone sat on the table and like all the gear just kind of oh, slid no. off. Oh, like, <laughs> oh so like, what can we do? Yep. Some guy, yeah. some guy in the back starts. Man up, neat cotton, I do out in my ear, long dad. Go with it. There's been a lot of lot of interesting kind of performances where people throw you curveballs, even like kind of micromanaging different situations with two people is better. Like, you know, like sometimes right. I don't know. You stay just, on the beat. I gotta help security with this guy over here. <laughs> exactly. Or like, I, got, I gotta piss, dude. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, oh, no doubt. You know, issues know, issues podcast. with a promoter or just anything, you know, it's just, uh, there's, yeah. it's, so, it's so good having two people, but uh, it's uh, probably especially, yeah, especially from a business aspect, right? I'd assume like if you, cause you guys are obviously, you take it very seriously as a business and everything else. Like, and I'm sure that sometimes like there's 17 meetings in a week and you're like, you're both like, all right, listen, we don't need to both be there on this one. We don't need to both be on this one or this one. So let's figure shit out and it's probably makes it easier right yeah the music industry is crazy there is so much to it you know it really helps you need some kind of team foundation yeah Yeah. so so many different hats you need to wear you know it's like you're like a pr specialist you're a marketer you're like uh you gotta know music theory you have to know social media uh, social media mixing advertising advertising it's it's like 
it's like 30 different careers like jam-packed into one it's it's, yeah. it's a lot of pressure but they don't but apparently according to a lot of people that's you know it's just one, a, an easy life eh you know it's just like, <laughs> it's like i mean the maybe the one the maybe NBA the ones like, who sing into the microphone while the entire uh record company does everything else for them but for grassroots musicians case, still show up and they're still doing hard work but even then yeah, he's still got to Especially show from grassroots Antor- musician who worked Antor- their way sucks. up. sucks. Yeah. I love yeah. every aspect of it in, in a way, even though like some part of it's are grading or like difficult, but it's all contributing to the bigger vision or like the bigger goal, which is exciting. It helps motivate you through it because it can be really difficult to get motivation when it's for something you don't want to do. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, and speak... Oh. That phone is still going. Uh, it's it's awesome unplugged. Phone. It's unplugged now. Oh, Sorry. snap. He fucking told the phone what for. <laughs> Guys, he like we just had Loeb land in a smackdown on that phone. Yeah. Unplugged. Yeah. Unplugged. unplugged. MTV unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that so, shit, man, when MTV oh, used yeah. to play music. Me too. Big time. Not, I don't remember that. I mean, I heard that on YouTube. I'm not old enough to remember music on MP- <laughs> MTV. <laughs> Sorry, Curtis, you got a question? Um, so speaking of your guys' growth, specifically in 2020, you guys have had four singles alone that have gotten massive hits. Uh, how do you feel your growth aside from the usual hard work answer? Like, what's some things that definitely help you uh, improve and create better music i guess would be a good way to put it thanks for that that's good um thank you it's really just step by step each time when you do something and you put it out and then you listen to it and you realize you can't change it you like hyper analyze it i find and you just think about every detail with it of what could be better and then next time coming through you're like oh i'm not gonna make that mistake again you know you internalize (laughs) something every track so everyone is like can it be better than the last I guess. Have you found something specifically that absolutely will not work for you guys to the point where you've pretty much blacklisted it? Like a specific instrument or something where it's just like you cannot make this work. The sousaphone no how much you sucks. want. I hate it. I will not ever use the sousaphone again, okay? We always think and then you come around full circle on it and you're like, but wait, what if I did it like this? You know, you can't write anything off. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's next, uh yeah, next we Oh, sorry. What were you oh, no, I was just going to say next summer's hit's going to be uh, Pinio and Loeb's uh, remix of uh, Shank Plague Kazoo. Could be. <laughs> Could there be. you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we definitely never write off like um, it's just funny. Like, you, I don't know, some of these songs that kind of hit it off or do well, so a lot of the time you don't really expect that it's going to do well. Like um, our first album, like our song Circles, which is actually our most played song on uh, Spotify. It's an oh, awesome thanks. song. Yeah, yeah. We were actually it's funny. We were both right before you guys came on. We were listening to a bunch of your tracks just because we were like over the past couple of days doing it anyway. Since like you know like we we're getting prepared for the podcast and like it's that's one of the ones that I kept going back to. Sweet, thank you. Like, thanks, thanks well, a lot, man. It's it's, uh, he kept circling I, back to it. I kept ah yeah. fuck yeah, Curtis. This is why we keep you around. Right. That song was almost cut. <laughs> that song didn't almost didn't make it. Really? Yeah, we were like wow. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say after that. I was like, yeah, we were about to cut that for the album. Like, we weren't gonna actually include that. So it's kind of funny. You just gotta trust your instinct and yeah, and your gut. And, the funny yeah. thing with that song well, is, there's so many ways that it could have not happened. Like, Ko recorded a demo of the vocals and didn't send it to us, and we were like bugging him. We're like, did you end up recording vocals for that? 
It's like, oh yeah, I did a couple weeks ago. I forgot to send it to you. And then he like sent it to us. So like we almost did. Oopsie. Yeah. Oh my God, man. And like, and that's wild. Cause I mean, I make a little bit of music too. Like I'm nowhere near your, your guys's level. Right. I mean, in, individually, let alone combined, I, my power levels are like four years is over 9,000. Right. But <laughs> uh, my, my best songs, like my two best songs were like, it's like literally one, one of them is called Mary Jane. It's like a good acoustic kind of like, it's like a ska infused, like love ballad um, about obvious um and uh and then my other one is off which is like a, um an electronic track and it was a mistake um i actually it came about because i was trying to make a drop for like an electronic song and in the wrong way there was no build up there was no nothing or anything and then and i was trying to make a drop and i made this weird synth line and i accidentally pasted it in the wrong spot like i copied and pasted and i pasted it in the wrong spot and when it hit that spot and played it it sounded wild and i was like hey so I just kind of put it together and and like ultimately I wasn't super happy with the song and I, but I was like I was like it's done it's a full track now I made a full track out of it and released it and people are like yeah man that's awesome this is your best song yet I'm like dude I don't even like I didn't even like it when I finished it that's very <laughs> I just put it out because I, I release everything I release everything whether it's good or not that's the like, way. it's free take music right it's like half like, skill and half luck being a musician <laughs> you're not wrong. But with you guys, like, is, and dedication is important, I always say, too, right? Like, and, like, clearly you guys are very dedicated. Like, uh, like Curtis was saying, you had four singles just in 2020, like, which is a huge one. Um, speaking of one of them, my favorite sin- new, newer single, Free. Sweet. That video, nice. that animated video was freaking sweet, guys. Like, I loved it. I love how it's, like, the trope of in, in movies how they jump out of his like it's in fucking like point break I where Keanu Reeves jumps out of the fucking jumps out of the fucking like the plane and like you know they're going and they're falling and they fall for like five and a half fucking minutes with no shoes and they don't hit the ground and they're not they're not that high up man like it's like straight up like like it's it's not like it was like it took I think like a hundred different jumps for them to get all the shots they needed I didn't know that. for this like one for this one fall sequence and it's like a super extended you're like man like how this is comically long that they're still falling and like having this conversation in midair while they're plummeting towards the earth and then they pull their shoots and still have time to like land it's like what (laughs) it doesn't make any sense like on a physics level and the video reminded me a lot of that i loved like the animated like the falling aspect of it and like like the freedom of skydiving essentially yeah i think for i think whereas you know uh mission impossible style stuff where they're just trying to make a good action sequence I think this one is definitely better at making more of that conveyed emotion of expressing freedom and just being out in the open. It's not like, you know, like fun. I'm trying to extend this for an action sequence. I'm trying to extend this because I enjoy this. I know. It's more of a Which fun. I think was more of what you guys were going yeah. for. Yeah, it's not. But I mean, it's just the lengthy, the length of it, like how it's like the falling for so long. And like, the, like who did you work with for that animation? You know, like, just like, who did that animation for you? Uh, it was a guy named uh, Paulo Manso. Uh, he's actually from Brazil. Um, just kind of met him through a mutual friend uh, and just kind of chatted online. And he, that, that's what he does. He, he makes a lot of lyric videos for people. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, it was that was our first time working with him, but uh, I'm really glad you guys enjoyed it. Oh, man, it was Absolutely. so cool. It was definitely it was so fantastic video. Point break. 
I think that's great. <laughs> I mean, somewhat point break, somewhat point break inspired, yeah. but like more, it was so fun. Like just the, yeah. the, the levity of the song. I like the video. The I like the song like, itself. The yeah. And cool. thank you for everybody <laughs> at home. Uh, I don't want to break anything with your guys's record contracts or, you know, go through YouTube's copyright or whatever. True. So uh, I'm just going to play a little snippet of the song for everyone at home to enjoy. That song is, um, it's a, uh, so that it's a fantastic song. That's a beautiful song. I love that snippet. That, that clip was beautiful. I thought you were going to play more. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut it off, but it's an independently. <laughs> no, that was it. So you can do whatever you want with it, which is good. No, brother. No. But no, but it is, but it is a magnificent song. Like we'll have some links down below in the description. Obviously, we're gonna have links to your YouTube channel and everything else, so that uh, all of the buds at home listening to this podcast right now that should like, comment, subscribe, and follow us if they're listening. Just to just saying, um, can check out your links as well, where they can like, comment, subscribe, and follow you guys. Um, so thanks. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so that we'll have all of that down below. So like, but but I mean that video was great. It's and honestly, shout out to the dude who helped you make that video. Like and like check out his lyrics videos as well. Uh, because that's like that was a great he did such a good friggin job on that it fit the song it had the really cool visuals very fun aspect very fun atmosphere and i love animated shit like that's why obviously the video that people are watching right now on our youtube channel is in this lovely animated format right that's cool yeah i love it animation's always preferable to reality <laughs> right, right it's great for sure yeah uh so uh just to get onto a new subject here, uh, do you guys have multiple awards? I should say uh, you've won three in 2019 alone, including Electronic Artist of the Year and DJ of the Year. Uh, now, did you focus more on singles than awards during 2020, or did Corona just shut down all the awards you would have won, basically? Yeah, uh, 2020 shut almost all of them down. I think we were kind of bummed about that. <laughs> you would have won here. Calling it now, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, I guess like the, um, there's usually like there's a uh, big music Nova Scotia conference and there's the East Coast Music Awards. So they they did the East Coast Music Awards online and uh, the Music Nova Scotia Awards were uh, were canceled. So hopefully they're back. Um, but uh, no, thank you though. It's it's always a honor to be nominated or or win something for sure. Absolutely. Well, it's always good to be recognized for you know proper talent where it lies. Yeah, it's, that's not very that's very true. And so like so with, like so you guys uh, like did now did you like uh, like ever like focus on the awards or did they just kind of like people nominated you because you were like you know just doing your own thing, focusing more on touring and recording and producing and everything like that, and all of a sudden someone was like, hey dude, uh, you know the UCMA is like, hey. We want to nominate you for DJ of the Year. <laughs> and you were like, happened. Yeah. Well, we were at Pacifico. Remember the first ECMA? And like, we were just finished DJing and like, my phone was ringing and somebody's like, You just won an ECMA. I was like, What the hell? It was like in PEI. I had no idea that it was going on. And then we had to drive up there to get it the next day. And then afterwards, like, Whoa, this is really awesome. That was a really big um, honor. But then, like, so moving forward later, you're like, Oh, I, I really hope that we do. But never expected it initially. I'm really, really thankful for that. No, no, that's amazing, man. I don't even know how I would react to that. Like if my phone was ringing and I picked it up and someone told me, I'd probably think it's a scam call. I'd be like, yeah, buddy, sure, fuck off. And like hang up, you know, like, and they'd be like, uh, should we call him back? It was my old <laughs> teacher. It was Craig Mercer. I was like, oh. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, that's right. amazing, man. That's amazing. And I'm like, you know, like obviously 
as a fellow Nova Scotian, you know, as a Nova Scotian and a Canadian, I'm very proud of you guys for the success you've had. Oh, thank you. Um, and you know, thanks so and, much. And well, you know, Canada supports Canadian artists. We do have the whole Canadian broadcasting and everything like that. We like make sure you know Canadians here gets like the reason why the Tragically Hip is well. They're the, not only that; they're like the most amazing band in the entire universe. But aside from that. The reason why they're huge is because can, can, the Canadian government themselves were like, you need to listen to these guys. <laughs> like, trust me, trust they're me. part of our and so, like, Yeah. And so yeah. you guys, so you guys, uh, you were saying last week you were very busy with some, you were doing grant work. You guys have music grants. Yeah, yeah. So what the heck, first of all, as someone just asking for people out there that might not have any idea how that whole grant process works. How's the whole grant process work? amazing it's um it, it's pretty crazy and and we're we're very lucky in in canada to have these sort of programs uh basically fund artists at all different levels whether you're starting out whether you're established and touring or whether you're drake and touring internationally and all over the place there's different sort of um programs you can apply for uh where the government gives you money for marketing for touring for music videos so we were basically uh, we had two applications we were doing last week um, that we submitted uh, for uh, one of them was for uh, mentoring and the other one was for uh, basically money to help develop our live stream. Um, That's it's like cool, a COVID-19 response grant. So they want to like help musicians in Nova Scotia adapt to the new landscape and oh, yeah. help help their live streaming. So yeah, it's cool. Like uh, anyone, like if you're a new artist, you can apply for grants through Music Nova Scotia. There's federal grants in Canada through Factors, what it's called. So um, if any any listeners have any questions, feel free to message us, and uh, we're we're happy to point anyone in the right direction for sure. Such good programs. No, you you're not guaranteed you'll get anything, but you're not in competition with anyone else. Like if you're just starting out, you're only in competition with people just starting out, and and so forth such a great pr program and a lot of times you, you do get them if you have a really good pitch it's just about having a good idea and also saying you're going to invest your own money as well but america doesn't really have <laughs> that on the same level yeah. so um canada was i can concur i can yeah. uh, definitely agree to that yeah, yeah. now For hopefully sure. <laughs> now now we are we are on the podcast we always mention it that we hope that someday that thing things are slowly and steadily changing in the states and i'm very proud of them Yep. They're, doing, yeah. good. <laughs> They're doing good. Curtis has never really fit in with like the majority, so he's like kind of like yay along with us Canadians. I'm from Michigan. I'm basically Canadian. Yeah, he's well be Canadian anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're. I mean, we 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 love America. We love the states. Uh, we have lots of American friends, and uh, you know. All right, I, you uh, can quit reading off the cue card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, I just like yeah. we it, enjoy it, America, and the guns are okay. <laughs> No, I, I wish I wish they had uh, like it breaks my heart with without that they don't have free health care. That's something that I really wish. Uh, no, you know, my heart and, is uh, breaking because someday. of now free health care. <laughs> someday, someday we can hope yeah. we can hope. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, Rona, at least the one like that's the thing is COVID has been very bad to a lot of people. And it's been a very like crappy thing for a lot of people. But it has been an opportunity in a lot of other ways, you know, like for for growth, right? You know, like people are like, we want the government to go back to normal and everything. It's like normal wasn't working before, guys. This is a chance for us to do something different. So it's like, let's do it. And it's like same with me. My job before was very boring. And now I've got like a job that I enjoy. I work from home. 
I get to do this podcast. I get to speak with awesome dudes like you guys uh, for shits and giggles and smoke weed while I do it. And so it's like, um, like it's it's one of those things where like you know you gotta like COVID has been very bad, but like with grants like that where you can get stuff for help online and everything else, and you know with like kind of pursuing your passions, um, like you know in a reasonably intelligent way, you you're capable of like accomplishing things, right? So like to the audience out there, what you guys are saying with these programs and with you know like your own motivation, you can you, you can build. You guys are international now. I. I you were been heard in New Zealand, I think. What you were on a radio station? Yeah, New Zealand. They organically picked up one of our tracks, <laughs> playing it, and we only found about it because Loeb was posting on Reddit, being like, "Can anybody in New Zealand know why we're getting Shazammed?" We saw the track was getting Shazammed, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, they're playing it on this radio station." And then we hit up the radio station; they were playing it like twice a day all across the island. <laughs> wow! Wow! A mix for them, and then they played our mix a few times on the air in New Zealand. That was just so crazy. And like, like that would have never happened if it wasn't for the other things that happened before it. So, you know, whenever there's something bad, something <laughs> great usually comes out of it. So we're- I know that. That was our Mac that. Miller um, remix. Our tribute. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a good one. It was good. Yeah, it was a good uh, Wasn't it the uh, the George FM guest mix? Yeah. Is that what it is? That, that's it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I see you guys uh, have it here on your guys' YouTube page. You guys got to check it out. Yeah, right check there. it through YouTube. Thank Link you. down below. And also, oh, while I'm here, I can also see something else. So, Zed reacted to one of your videos recently. Yeah, one of our songs. Or one of your songs, I mean, but there's a video of yeah. him reacting. Uh, how was that for you guys? Oh, we were to have such a big out. name. We were freaking out. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, we were both in the room that Penny was in. Like, that's, uh, we both live together in Halifax, and that's yeah. like our kind of studio. And we Office, were just like, yeah freaking out like just pacing like my hands were like dripping with sweat i was like holy shit like because we we listened to, like we grew up i was listening to zed really before i was producing and i know pineo that was he has a picture he shared of zed in like 2010 on facebook i remember that. i remember when zed made his facebook page on facbook i remember like i, I followed him over from reddit yeah. like he was on reddit like, and i followed him over fans yeah, like I remember when Zed made his Facebook page, and then all of a sudden I was like seeing Zed like, and I saw a picture of him like this in front of like a crowd of like ten thousand fucking people, and I was like, wait a minute, he's playing those kind of shows now. Yeah, and then like bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then he like now and he was star level, and now he's reacting to you guys. It was surreal. Yeah, like Lopez saying like <laughs> ten years ago, I posted a picture of him playing, and I was like, this is the dream or something, <laughs> and then. <laughs> that was the same day, like 10 years later, that he reacted to our song. So that was pretty surreal. The, the quick version of that is wow. it was for like a contest where you make a beat in three days and then you submit it and then Zed was going to listen to it. And I heard that he was on and he was always such a big hero. So I'm like, I got to do this. And we in three days, we made this song, sent it in, basically forgot about it. And then they were doing the stream and we tuned in and we realized Zed was going to listen to our track and we started freaking out and pacing, especially because it's like he might be like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah i know that's the worst thing it's like it's like the episode of uh it's like the episode of community when uh when donald glover got to uh meet jordy laforge or whatever yeah. he's like, he's like i didn't want to meet him i just wanted his autograph <laughs> and he like runs away he's like you can't disappoint an autograph right so you don't want to like yeah you're like yeah i'd like to i'd like to think about him listening to my song but actually watching him he might be like 
yeah this is derivative i hate it yeah we were just like oh no oh no and then like he's he puts his hands up and he's just going like this and we're just like no way like this is all we want he's vibing he's loving it we just want to make people happy we make want to make people dance and then to have like a grammy winning like personal hero legend did like he doesn't see you anything so it's like pretty objective and he's just getting down to your song it's just like yes yeah we're doing this for a reason you know we're not wasting yeah it's a it's crazy just like uh so there's a competition there's like over 600 entries they pick a top 10 they listen to the top 10 on the stream then they narrow it down to a top five and then they call zed and he listens to five of them so we're like the fact that we hit the top 10 and then the fact that we hit the top five it was just kind of like i don't know how this life kind of threw us a bone with that one well it's like i i saw before actually a while ago now actually like a little while back um when i actually i think i when i first contacted you guys on facebook there a little while like quite a while ago um i saw that um friggin joel dead mouse reacted to you guys as well that's like the because the zed one was so crazy and he like loved the song he's like i love this song it makes me so happy this is fire yeah and dead mess listens to her song and he's like making fun of it he's like pinio blah 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 whatever their name yeah he was just kind of like yeah he's like whatever their name (laughs) and he was like so flippant but i mean but like that's the thing though is even though he was flippant about it i at more than one point during him like because i watched i was like i'm watching this let's see you know but like and during more than one point, I saw the eyes, and you guys as artists probably know the eyes, but when you're listening to a song and you're like, yep, I'm stealing that idea. <laughs> like, you know, like I noticed it when he's because he was sitting there and he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like the kind of like, the kind of like, but then, he, then he's got to be like, no, I got to act disappointed. No, I don't, I don't like this at all, man. And then, like, three weeks later, he's got a song that has a very suspiciously close bass line. No, I didn't say anything bad. He just wasn't really, like, he wasn't really hyped about it. But, I mean, like, it's, like, amazing that he was, you were featured there because that's obviously exposure. And it's, like, Curtis and I have said, um, we had some negative comments on one of our videos, I believe, or negative reactions to one of them. And I was like, well, thank you for interacting. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I, it's like, I appreciate your, you know, like, I appreciate your opinion that's cool we're not for you like that's okay we always say we're not for everybody we're for buds like you know and that's just people who are buds and the definition is pretty fluid the yeah the definition is pretty fluid and so i was like that's cool it's just not for you right and so uh like but we we appreciated them for the interaction anyway we're like thank you for the interaction like you know whether you're coming here to say something negative or you're you're taking time out of your day to interact with me thanks you know like and it's and it's one of those things where um i find that as artists, we you probably get a lot of negative and, and positive press, but it's good to focus on the positive, right? Have to. <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. I mean, uh, it's kind of funny how the human brain works. Like, you know, if you make 99 people happy, but one person says something, like, rude, it's kind of funny how your brain sometimes focuses on that one rude comment. Yeah. But um, I'm always trying to just, like, focus my shift to the 99 it's yeah. just kind of weird how it must be something like it's evolutionary. An active, it's an active or... choice, man. It's an act. You got to actively choose yeah. to do it. That's why a lot of people don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's positive. true. But... Like I was talking to Sparky. He's like, somebody made a really rude comment on one of my YouTube videos. And then I responded just being like, oh, well, hope you enjoy anyway. You're trying to be positive. And the guy comments again. Yeah. And he's like, actually, it's not so bad or something. So he turned the negative into a positive. Yeah, man. If you can do that, that's ideal. Engage your audience. 
I mean, the worst that's going to happen is they continue to be <laughs> negative. The best that's going to happen is you either change their mind or they give you actual constructive criticism on how to change to be better that yeah. you can actually apply. Yes. I mean, it's one thing if they're talking out of their ass, like, you know, they have no idea what they're talking about. Like, dude, that's just you. But if yeah. it's actually something that's like, oh, you know what? I will try that on my next one. And it works out. Yeah. Hey. You know, that yep. might not be a bad and idea. It's even better than a positive comment. You know, sometimes it's harder to yeah. get good feedback. What is oh, it? Yeah. What, what's the old, I, I'm really not a sports ball kind of guy. Uh, I've never have been um, like your teamy team ball or anything like that. But um, one of the old sports sayings is that, you know, like it's one of those things where like I'm not in the whole give it 110% thing. That's too cliche, but it's one of those things where you learn more from your failures than you do from your victories, right? Because when you win, you don't go back and analyze everything you did wrong during that game. So Definitely. next, so the next game, you might go back and repeat those mistakes, and it might be a fatal flaw, and you might lose the game, you know? So if you lose the game, you're going to go over every single play, whether it was a good Speaking one or a bad one. Speaking of which, any millennial out there, you just lost the game. <laughs> ah, yeah. you, uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. It's been like fucking 15 years. But... Uh, yeah. But no, anyway, but like so yeah, true. so it's like you learn more from your failures. So and and like I'm sure you guys have like it's adapted and learned a lot from your failures and your successes too. But like I mean, you've probably your style at least seems to have evolved this like funk, fun, like vibe from its like earlier more kind of like experiment not experimental music because I make I make experimental music which sounds like hot garbage to normal people. Um, but, uh, basically like you guys made like, you know, like it's like different music when you started and, and you settled into this amazing sound. That's you guys. It's very definitively you. And I'm sure your failures have led you to that point. Totally. Or it's like, it's not even really a failure. It's all your, your point of view on it, but the things that you wouldn't yeah. want to repeat again, you learn that and yeah. you refine <laughs> big time. That's what experimenting is all yeah. about. You know, you yeah, try yeah. don't touch the hot stuff and different things and you're, you're just cl clearing your way through finding your own path and you just got to enjoy every step of the way all my heroes it's like that i love going back and like following trajectories of like my favorite musicians and feeling their thought process of experimentation and how they got to where they were i think that's the most dave, Grohl, dave Grohl is my my personal favorite like following his journey from like an early musician to where he is today like mm. his his like it's like totally not what he expected with his life that's the fun <laughs> of it totally yeah, I know, right? I know. Well, same here. I was a touring musician a bit when I was younger. I was in metal bands and punk bands and everything else. Um, and um, and I, I did some small tours and everything else and that kind of thing, recording some small recordings that sounded like hot trash. Um, and uh, like, and you know, like I I realized very quickly that touring. I do not love touring. Um, so I, I kind of did more studio work, like stay in like in Halifax and in like Toronto, I did more studio work and stuff like that, where I worked like re helping people record and performing with people that were recording. And like, it's like my, like, but my, my path with music and with like audio has like gone from like, like recording in a garage at a punk band. And I started DJing for a little bit. I was DJ bad name. Nice. <laughs> um and i still and i still wow, am funny. i still produce yeah i still pretty well i couldn't think of a good name right so i gave myself a bad one and so i so i i went so um it's same with shank right i figured shank is a shitty name so like but i love it nonetheless and so i went dj bad name um and uh like i st i just dropped the dj because i i i'm not a very good technical dj i've got like 
three or four songs that have 100 or 200 hits on sound on soundcloud and that's about it um but uh, yeah. i'm not a very technically sound dj uh but i realized that when i was djing that i was tired of like taking other people's music and mashing it together and i was like well why don't I make my own music and mash it together? I'll make two songs and then I'll take those two songs and I'll mash them together like DJ style. And then I just was like, fuck the DJ thing. I'm just going to do the producing thing. <laughs> and so I started like doing like, and I still do to this day, like do electronic production and music production, but my audio focuses on the audio engineering alone. <laughs> so like as your, as your crew has evolved, do you do the whole audio process? Like roundabout way of asking, do you do the whole audio processes yourself or do you have like, you know, masters that you like producers that you send the master off to like them to do the mastering and everything else, or is it all in-house? It depends 100%. on the track and like what we're working on. Some tracks are all in-house. It's like <laughs> the song we did for Island records, like for universal, we, that was like a big deal and we're sending it to them. So we like, we needed somebody else's input on that. Cause we had like, you know, two weeks we're like, all right, we're going to go crazy. But then certain ones we just do ourselves and put out cause it feels good. Like the intergalactic, one you know it all it all depends what you're going for technically we can do it all but like sometimes you don't trust your own ears like i'm sure you know if you've made a song you yeah. listen to it a million times and it, it just starts to sound like totally different you go crazy <laughs> absolutely we were actually wondering just before we were started recording uh where exactly did the trumpet line come from from the song free that's an interesting story. where did that go you want you want to that's a good question on? we we need to know Sure. Yeah. So we, we, we work on this website called Fiverr. It's uh, F-I-V-E-R-R. -R, and it's basically you can hire session musicians around the world for like very fair prices. So we work with this trumpet player on a couple of our songs off our debut album. And we worked on our second album, Elevation, which is a cover album. And he's just always, he sends us like 13, 14 trumpet tracks, like amazing layers, really well recorded. So he recorded, we sent him basically the song without that main like trumpet riff. And he yeah. basically recorded, uh, you know, 15, 16 different tracks. And we just kind of picked our favorite riffs. And we found that one riff we really liked. And we made that the uh, kind of the chorus of the song. He was just like improvising so and we're like, this, repeat this, which is really cool. Yes, that, yeah. make that. It was do like, it with, do it with the that. It was like for the cost of three burritos, we could have like an amazing <laughs> trumpet. That was our mindset. Like, we almost didn't do it. A few times we're like, should we get a trumpet player? Like, I don't know. And it's like, yeah, it's 30 bucks. <laughs> like, it's just a couple burritos. Let's do it. All of your guys' transactions from now on for you guys' career has to be done in burritos. Yeah. <laughs> right. How many burritos right, is this new setup yeah. going to cost? It's like, yeah. no. About 20,000 burritos, bro. It's yeah. like, no. It's like, it. I, I absolutely refuse to play this concert. What if you do it for 500,000 burritos? <laughs> Sign me up, bro. Burritos are like, oh, <laughs> right. expensive. Yeah, that, yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. So, uh, like, but um, it's one of those things where, like, that's that's wild with, uh, like, with the fact that you got him from Fiverr. Um, actually, I was thinking about signing up as a voice actor, just doing terrible voice acting. Yeah, why not? Because uh, they'll hire anybody on there. <laughs> and uh, and I already I already use my voice all the time anyway for my job, so I may as well have another. <laughs> we're on you know, there for like already. mixing and mastering stuff and like music lessons and stuff it's just like we're out there that's kind of where it is now if you have awesome. skills there's guys there. buds at home look them up on fiverr yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. and uh, we'll let all of you know about that in a second but we are unfortunately running a little short on time here so penio Loeb, we are going to take another quick little bong hit right now if you guys would 
like to uh, go ahead and this is shameless plug time. Tell the folks at home anything you would like them to go check out. The floor is yours. Wow, Shank, let us blaze it. Well, check us out, obviously, on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitch. We're streaming multiple times a week on Twitch. In fact, in one hour, I'm going to be streaming GTA Vice City for a very long time on Twitch. Check that out. Um, Pinio and Lola, I'm going to be checking that Spotify, out. Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, check out our music, Big Love. <laughs> if you ever have any questions, feel free to ask us. We're very accessible. Yeah, we, we love just meeting like-minded people. So just send us a message so we could chat, be friends. Um, and uh, we just released a cover of Hey Jude with uh, Grammy-nominated singer Alan Fru from the band Glass Tiger. And we just released that mix for George FM, 30-minute mix, <laughs> with some unreleased songs. And yeah, P-I-N-E-O <laughs> and L-O-E-B. There so, you go. Uh, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. We are so happy you guys could join us, and we really hope to have you on again. Yeah, really fun. Uh, thank you so bye much. Bye. Yeah, great to chat with you guys. And for the Buds at Home, I think we will roll one for the road, and we will see you next week on the Good Buds podcast. That's right. Later, Buds. Later, Buds. Take care. Later. Later.